Welcome to the Crypt Rick and Jonathan Show. I'm your host, Crypt Rick, and this is my co-host, Jonathan Wright. We are going to be bringing you information and inspiration from all the variety under the sun. Things that will encourage mental and spiritual growth and empower you to freedom, fun, and health. Make sure you don't miss our show every Saturday, Studio B at 7 p.m. right here at Revolution Radio. The journey begins. Welcome, everybody. It is another Saturday, another episode of the Decompression Hour, probably the last show for the Decompression Hour, at least by the name, the Decompression Hour, because I do have my co-host joining me once again, Jonathan Wright. Say hello, Jonathan. Hello, everybody. There you go. That'll be the last time I think I hear that intro. Yeah, yeah. we have a new <laughs> intro that we've made, and it's a pretty good one, and so, yeah. I, I will now be a permanent co-host fixture part of this program. That is awesome. That is so cool. Yep. So I'm just letting everyone know that it, the name will be changing. It'll just be the Crypt Rick and Jonathan show. So that will be the name of it starting next week. And we will be actually going two hours starting next week, guys. So just to let you guys know so you can adjust your schedule if you want for that, we will be coming on at 6 and ending at 8 instead of going from 7 till 8. So Big things happening, a big update for me anyways. I'm really happy, excited. We're going to be doing a lot of bringing on a lot of great guests and covering a lot of different topics. So it's kind of like the decompression hour, Jonathan. It's just really not we're not touching much on music, I don't think. Maybe we will once in a while or movies or something like that, but we're kind of touching on a lot of other uh interesting topics. Yeah. Um yeah, I kind of like uh maybe things that matter, you know, things that matter. Yeah. Um, and That's not, not that music it. doesn't matter, and music does matter, and there will be times where we could maybe talk about uh, frequency healing and and uh, the different uh, types of music uh, therapy that there are and that kind of thing. Right. I um, can talk about music all I want on the hawk's nest on Friday nights. Right, absolutely. I can just get it all out of my system then, like I always do anyways. So. Right, right. The, but, uh, the, more, the more simplistic form of it, just the basic entertainment version of it. Yeah. Exactly, right. Yeah, yeah, I so, love too. I love that, yeah. Yeah, love, me too. Love music, as everyone knows that listens. So, But I, we do have a guest. You all, you have a guest that you wanted to bring on, and we're gonna be, I'm going to try to get him on here. I, I wish I could have got him on a little before to talk to him, but there was a yeah. miscommunication with time zones as usual. Yeah, so that happens. We can, yeah, so I'm going to try to bring in your guest, and we're going to be talking about... Uh, it's a popular topic, and believe it or not, and that is—I uh, don't want to say flat Earth because then uh, all these, you know, people have all these misconceptions. Maybe the best way to put it is, you know, talk about the shape of our Earth and uh, are we being lied to in that topic? So, I mean, I'm open to any discussion, as anyone knows. I, I let people get their say in and uh, let me hear what their points of view are, and there—it's growing. Flat Earth. I mean, whether people laugh at it or not, Jonathan, it's growing. It's, yeah. There's well, more and more videos coming out. There's more people involved. So there are, you know, to me, it's it's not so much, um, um, you know, the flatter thing is a, is definitely a psyop. And and what I mean by that is, uh, you know, a psyop is basically a psychological operation run by someone in one of the alphabet agencies, either the CIA or the FBI, traditionally, 
and right. they are on purpose out there <clears throat> um, distorting the truth, let's say, you know, being the shill, um, a c- controlled opposition. Um, and, th- and that does exist, you know, so that's, you know, uh, you can't say every single person is that. Um, obviously, that's not the case, but but that does exist. And so if you just look up Flat Earth, a lot of the whatever they're they're here's how it is, you know, what they think uh, mm-hmm. is is absolute, just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, PSYOP. It is. It's it's made so that when the average person looks into it and doesn't really dig and really know kind of what they're looking for, they're going to come across the most asinine stuff that's going to make people go, well, these people are just stupid. So, pff, nope. Very true. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and bring our guest in. You can welcome him. Welcome him. Because okay. uh, I do know that you talk to him like, I, like you've talked with him, know a little bit more. So, I, I mean, I'm going to be chirping in as usual. I'm going to yeah. have a lot of questions. So let me go ahead and add him. And hopefully this all works, guys. Okay. So I am adding him. Let's, I think he's very new to Skype. So, you know, I mean, yeah. we'll figure this out as we go. And hopefully he sees it's not hard to connect. Yeah. This will and be my friend Sterling Latimer. I'm hoping that he comes on here. I did send him a – He he may not have any idea. Like, what are they doing? All right. You know, it says he's added to the conversation. All right. As far as I see, I, I, I can't even tell. So let me just. All right. There we go. Oh, there we have him hey. in the windows now. There Did you go. All right, man. Yeah, we can hear you. All right, Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Sorry about the time zone miscommunication uh, that happens yeah. all the time. So uh, glad to have you on the show. I, I, I would like to chat with you a little bit before the show, but no worries. Uh, I'll let Jonathan. Uh, kind of grab this because this is kind of a topic that he's uh, looking into and stuff. So I, I'll chime in as we go, Jonathan, but go ahead. Sure. Well, how, how you doing, man? First of I'm all, I'm good, man. How are you? Right on, dude. I'm doing good. I kind of want to maybe uh, introduce you and, and, and just give a little bit about uh, some of your work. Um, you do um, uh, archiving and you archive a lot of different information and um, I'm not even really, I don't think, uh, versed in it enough to really explain it on a, on a, you know, very well. So maybe you could explain a little bit about uh, your, your, you know, involvement with um, really, truly spreading truth is what I see and and helping people with, with freedom. And um, yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, yeah, basically, um, like back in 2007, I was like 14 years old. I started my first YouTube channel and actually it's the same channel I still have today, Active Research. It used to be something else, but um, so I had started archiving back then and I started on like a, I think it was like a whole half a terabyte hard drive back then, which was a lot for back then. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, nowadays they have, you know, cloud storage and all kinds of, you know, storage services you can buy. So I went ahead and purchased a OneDrive. So now I'm up to like one and a half terabytes of everything from documentaries to like uh, rare audio files, rare videos, censored materials. So all kinds of stuff, like every, you know, field of science and math and whatever I can think of that'll fit onto it. So sure. Very (laughs) good. And that that basically is a bit of a fail safe, right? For them, like just shutting down information. Like you, you have that, right? So that's yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, the idea, right. right? Okay, cool, man. So yeah, so um, you know, I guess just to maybe give a little bit background, so people can uh, see where this is kind of coming from. We've you you've liked my work for about a year now. That's about how long I've been doing it, and uh, we've kind of known each other through um through through our our social media platforms. 
and uh, just chatted, and uh, we we definitely disagree on I, I you know I just I like to entertain the notion of of the flat Earth uh, just because there's enough evidence to me that there's something going on there, um, and I appreciate your stance that that the flat Earthers are idiots. Uh, you know I've heard some of the stuff you've posted on your on your YouTube, and and based on the like I said the psyop version of the flat Earth, yeah that's that's not at all where I'm coming from. But I do know that we, we disagree a little bit, so I figure this will be a good, uh, you know, people might like to listen to this um, and just hear two, two people that, you know, have different, differing opinions. But at the same time, uh, we're, we're still friends, you know what I mean? Like, we don't hate yeah. each other because we, we disagree. Yeah, of course. And, no, and I, I, I appreciate the fact that you uh, have the open mind to question that sort of thing because, it, like, that's the least you could do is kind of question reality and what you, you know, what you're told is supposed to be science and kind of get down to the grassroots common sense level of, you know, everything and make, you know, come to an understanding of it for yourself rather than right. taking yeah. taking someone's word for it. Well, a lot of people don't even do that. Uh, they don't even take things. They won't, they're not even willing to look at uh, new information, which is, you know, the problem, I think. A lot of people get set in their ways and they don't even look into new information. So I'm always willing to look at anything, basically, and and, yeah. and take it in and kind of sort through it all because you know i definitely know they're lying to us about a lot of things and i that's my problem just to, like i definitely have a problem with nasa uh they i think there's enough evidence out there to, that they've been caught um definitely faking some things and a little bit of shenanigans going on with the the information they're putting out so i mean do i put it past them to lie not at all to lie there i think they do constantly so i i will look into a lot of things and as i was saying before the show the, uh, well, during the beginning of the show is that, um, you know, the flat earth is, is growing. I mean, a lot of people laugh at it and they, you know, they have a lot of jokes about it, but it is growing. It Like, uh, you can see it. This this PSYOP, whatever it is, there's people clinging to this now and really it's growing. So I think it'll be a great talk. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's, you know, and I... Um Sterling, I appreciate that that's maybe part of the thing is that there is gr people growing and, and maybe getting lost in the PSYOP aspect of it. Where right, yeah. To, to me, you know, I, I look at a lot of the biblical, and again, that doesn't make it so, but the Bible does, re uh, you know, in, in a couple of different verses, um, explain it more. Again, they don't explain it the way that it's drawn when you look up Flat Earth and they say, well, it's like this. Um, but it's more explained like that than it is a ball floating around in space. So and and the one thing that I would would start with, I suppose, as far as an argument, is that that came from um, uh, the University of of Padua in Venice in the like late 1500s or in the late 1400s, early 1500s, where Copernicus and Galileo and Kepler all went to this university, and that's when we were sold the ball uh, idea floating around in space. And again, that was also John D, the occultist, and his <clears throat> partner. Um, oh, uh, the map guy. Why can't I? I know. I know who you. John Locke. Is that it? Um, uh, John the, Locke. No, um, it's not. no, I can't think of him. He's the guy that the calculus symbol. Um, oh. Uh, well, anyway, Isaac, Isaac Newton. Uh, Mercator. Uh, Mercator. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for, for, for for creating the globe, they took the two circles that that were representative of the known world at the time, and basically using that Mercator loop, which which is like it, it's a circle, but it it 
you you turn you do a you do a gainer in that turn so you kind of go upside down anyway that's the calculus or the math that he used to more or less create a, a ball on top and or a half ball on top and a half on bottom and put those together i mean that's that's you know it's shown that that's how he did it and that's what they did so and that, and then it wasn't able to be proven until the 50s so that was basically that's how that old history went like they said well here's how it is here's what's going on and then in the 50s, when the Nazis got up there for the first time, they were the first ones to see it. And then, of course, uh, von Braun took over for NASA and ran it for quite a while. So ah, to me, that just says, wow, those are the people who, who, were to, who were to believe. I have a hard time with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, know, I, understand, I definitely understand like where you're coming from as far as like the, the progenitors of you know, so-called globe Earth. And the people who like originally uh, initiated the idea of around Earth, um, to me personally, um, you know, because uh, what was his name? Euclides, uh, way back in like the Roman, ancient Roman times proved, you know, with trigonometry, supposedly the curvature of the Earth based on. Uh, projection of shadows over a certain distance. I think it was like 26 miles. So there was that. but, you know, like as far as the personalities involved, um, yeah, like I can see where you're coming from as far as the distrust, you know, aspect of it. Um, there's definitely like because here's how I see it. Like it's kind of like how I see people like Alex Jones. It's like they're gatekeepers. And in order to gatekeep, you have to give the public a kernel of truth. And that kernel of truth is it has to be something that's obvious enough for most people to acknowledge uh, without kind of like readily, you know, without getting too deep into the science of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so that, that's to me kind of how every psyop or every big lie works is you give a kernel of truth like, OK, uh, you know, the earth is round. But are they lying about something else? Is there like some other huge thing that they're leaving out? Like, I think so. Yeah, I think definitely for sure. The flat earth, though, probably not. Um, yeah. Well, and, the, and I can get into why my reasons why I think that, too. Yeah, and I mean, dude, especially the way they show it. I mean, when when you look it up, like, you know, even in one of my videos that I I did in in the Crater Earth, I think three, where I I took a clip from another video where the guy starts out saying, you know, hey, all my flat earth people, I love you guys. But look, like the physics that we have, that we know that we're going off of, which is basically magnetism, proves that this place where you think that we're living, this flat space, is actually where the black hole would be. And that and that a toroidal field is is, you know, circular like so. So I fully understand that aspect. And so that's where it leads me to believe that it's um, more than we we you and I right now are discussing it simply on a physical plane from a physical aspect. And I I think you as well as I both um, know that there is we, we didn't come from nothing. I, I right. you know I'm gathering that you, that you feel that way just from stuff I've watched you post and et cetera. I haven't really spoken with you about it, but so the two theories are either Big Bang theory, meaning well something arose from nothing, which is basically what that theory is, and how it all comes out, who knows, but or that we came from something and it was created, right. and so if it's created, that just means we maybe just don't understand exactly what we're looking at when we look up and see the sun and the moon. Now we've been told stuff. And they have good evidence to back it up. You know, again, people that are smart and are going to lie, they're going to they're going to do their thing. Um, and so it's easy to fool our eyes, I think. But 
But yeah. I, I just think a lot of it, even ultimately, I sent you this video. I don't know if you watched it, um, but I it, started watching it earlier. I didn't have time to finish it though. But yeah, yeah do I, I, do because it's uh, it's good. It's and he, he doesn't really say well. Uh, he, he doesn't make a lot of conclusions off of it, but he does really just kind of say, you know, if you're if you're following the globe model and the aliens and the whole the list of stuff that he says that this is all part of the part of that psyop is what he's calling the globe Earth. Um, and it, and it's it's that we would have come from nothing, which would have is, is slowly just eliminating the idea of God and being run by science. Science proves this. Science proves that science is your God. Um, and I, I see his point, you know, for that. That doesn't make it, you know, 100 percent the way that it is. But yeah, well, I'm, I'm curious to see what like I want like I like because you were saying that you you have your reasons for believing it's a globe. And I, I would love to hear the like what convinces you because i mean i i'm just curious i mean i i'm sure. kind of like i love hearing everybody's take on things i really do so what's what seals it for you because i know there's a lot of evidence out there some good some bad for flat earth that's for sure they they definitely make their own videos and are cranking them out daily so what what seals it for you that that you're like this is not flat so first of all um like to be totally honest geography is not my field of interest in particular right it's not it's not really like my area of expertise so to speak but i will you know like when it comes to flat earth i try to just come at it with a common sense perspective so the thing that i have the biggest problem with is it's called distortion of distances so if you take a ball right and you you flatten it out and you try to force it into any shape you keep the same surface area or you could change the surface area it doesn't matter but when you transform a three-dimensional object into a two-dimensional or into a a completely different you know shape when you reform a sphere you have distortion of distances so now between any two points on the map say between like i don't know texas and like australia there's a huge huge disparity of distances from where we understand where we can count the miles from you know say we fly from here to there and we can count the miles one two three right and we can count them all the way to our destination and we can prove you know the distance in that way anybody can prove distance just by traveling you know so so when you change when you change a sphere into a 2d or a completely different uh shape what happens is all those distances change d- depending on the kind of uh, projection that you're doing. And I kind of brought this up in one of my videos. It's called as a mutual projection. There's over a dozen different kinds of projections that you can use to change uh, the surface of the earth and project it onto a two dimensional object or even a three dimensional object. But the point is that when you do that, you have a very obvious and very noticeable uh, distortion of distances so that any time that you travel somewhere, you, you should be able to tell based on the the amount of miles you traveled. You could say that, OK, well, according to this map, this is X amount of miles and I traveled this mile, this many miles. So that's an anomaly. And then we would have we would have a theory at that point that the Earth could be flat. And uh, so that's kind of like my main common sense point is um, distortion of distances. I guess the other one would be like you know, gravity, although I'm, I'm not going to argue about gravity. I don't know enough about, you know, astrophysics or physics to kind of argue that. But that's just kind of where I'm coming at from a common sense perspective. Very cool. Yeah. Um, Rick, if you don't mind. I'll, so I, I, I believe in gravity, I think. Um, I, I'm not, you know, that that's an argument that I don't know <clears throat> that that matters a whole lot. But but yeah, I do. I, I see exactly what you're saying. But I think um, 
what I see the, the problem with that being, at least in, in to me, is that you're assuming the ball first, and then you're flattening it out. So, and believe me, I fully get what you're saying. The distances on a globe make sense when you say this flight takes this long and it's this far, and then you can look on a globe and go, see, and that's about how far it is. <laughs> and then so if you were to lay that out in a flatness, you're like, yeah, it would distort and it would look weird. So yeah. what I, the only thing I can say is I have other people's work to go off of here at this point because I didn't do all this and I didn't come up with this, which where they did, I don't know, because it's pretty far out there type of stuff. Um, but one is that the moon is the projection of our crater that we are in and that if you look at it and, and you know, he even goes as far as to put the ice wall in around where you would see it. And then all of our continents are laid out at, at, at those exact distances, literally laid out flat. He can go in and he gets down into as far as even putting cities on it, like from the moon picture. He puts it in Photoshop and gets a different kind of uh, image out of the, you know, the, what, what the white of the moon is and then what the dark spots are. And he's saying that the dark spots are the land and the white is all water. And so the craters that we're seeing is the, basically it's an x-ray. Because there's a giant electromagnetic sun underneath of us, the black sun, and that's underneath projecting outward, which is what creates the sun and the moon. And so the moon is basically just a projection of our crater. It's like an x-ray up in the sky. And so anyway, the, the land, the dark parts, and he's got it all laid out. And again, I can't really, uh, with my words, uh, do, do the visual. You know, uh, it's, it's the picture's worth a thousand words, not the other way around. Um, so I can't really do it justice trying to explain it, other than to say it's absolutely worth looking at. And, and just entertaining because the level of detail he's able to, to go and all the little islands and where's this and man, all of it's answered. So it's like very hard to not say, wow, there's at least something there. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't make it true. Um, and then there's another crater theory even that <clears throat> is very hard to not see a lot of really good evidence for. And it, it differs from that slightly in, in what the moon is. Um, uh, but but both crater theories say the moon is a projection, not a rock. And I have just, I, I feel that that's right, man. And I don't have any other thing to say other than that I feel after all my, you know, time of thinking about it and looking at it, that that's, it makes sense of why NASA would lie about landing on it. Why couldn't we go there then, you know? Yeah. Like, and then why would they make such a big deal about lying about it? Because if that goes <clears throat> away then their ball goes away, which means, well, if it's not a ball, then there must be more. It's not flat. We know it's not a pancake sitting out in blackness. So what's beyond our, our walls? What's beyond that ice wall? What, what's more? What's Antarctica? Why can't we go to Antarctica? Right. Yeah. Um, like you made a lot of interesting points, but, but the thing is with um, the, the whole distance issue is that when you do, when you do actually make a projection could be any kind of projection right in order to reconcile those distances you have to have these huge anomalies which would extend out into the atmosphere you know call them ridges or mountains and then you would have enormous canyons which sunk which would sink into the earth into the mantle of the earth and these would be like the most noticeable features of the earth if if you know this anomaly of distances was reconciled. And so that's kind of my argument as far as that goes. And as far as the moon goes, 
like uh yeah there's some weird stuff going on with the moon um i can't argue that and uh is it a projection of an x-ray sun i i don't know about all that um i see no evidence for that personally um but yeah like the moon it it could be any number of things it's it's anything but you know normal and natural yeah it's anything but definitely an anomaly yeah Yeah, like have you have you looked into crater earth at all because i never really looked into it until Jonathan sent me some videos on it. Like I, I definitely have been keeping an eye on the flat earth community a little bit here and there and kind of seeing where they're going. They do make some great arguments. I'm not, I would never take that away from them. They do raise some, a few good questions that, you know, it kind of gets you start wondering um, for, at least for me, it did. But did you ever look into crater earth? That was new to me until Jonathan brought it to me and it's definitely interesting. So I think you would find it interesting to look at, but did you, have you heard of this or any of that? he did it. Yeah, he did introduce this concept to me and I, I looked into it. Um, you know, I haven't looked too deeply into it yet. Um, but from what I understand, you know, it's like basically the moon has features which are similar to the geography of the right. earth, to the layout of the earth. So like my explanation for that would be those structures like a uh, like a canyon type structure or uh, they're called. Uh, what are they called? Um Okay, they're called Lichtenberg patterns. So when you have like a lightning strike or when you have like a river form or water trickling down your windshield, it forms what's called a Lichtenberg pattern. And this is basically like the the flow of, you know, least resistance. So that's why roots and your veins and everything has the Lichtenberg pattern. And so this geometry is reflected universally. It's like ubiquitous in our cosmos. And so when you look at the moon, you would expect to see those kinds of patterns and you would expect to see like, you know, canyon like structures. And if you take a negative or if you replace the colors on the moon, it wouldn't be hard to actually make it look like a living planet. And so I think that's kind of what people are seeing in the moon and, and they're kind of maybe extrapolating a little too far in my opinion but you know i can see how it could be i can see how people would think that in other words like i can see how people would see that that's what it might be yeah you know the one thing i have um a a little bit of a hard time myself with uh because i i just don't think it's 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 a ball floating around the sun so that that leaves it in just in my mind open to to well it's a crater but how how is it because the two crater theories that i've i've studied and gone off of and looked at um what the moon is they conflict on and that's kind of a big part of it so it mm-hmm. makes me go well i don't know then and i know neither one of them really know either um yeah. but it gives you know to me it's it's exciting to think about um and, and to me it does matter and i know a lot of people go this is such a this is a bs topic why well, it doesn't even matter and it, you know <clears throat> and to me, it, it does at least to once in a while cover it because I'm I'm definitely for like more action and and how do we solve our problems of being enslaved and getting right. actual freedom. But this right. this tends to that. This shows people, man, they've lied to us. If they can lie to us or even get us legitimately questioning the planet we're on, like they've done a real good job of lying to us about everything. Yeah. And and yeah. so <laughs> and that will lead people to believe that yes, even your loving CDC. And NIH can can be out to be bad and not not do the best for you. You know what I mean? Like so, it, yeah. it does lead to the to the same kind of things, as far as I'm concerned. And plus, it's fun to 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 figure this stuff out, uh, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, you know, we got Elon Musk going up there, and what a weird dude that is. 
And, <laughs> and I personally believe he's done something that NASA can't. And now they're like, oh, damn, he's one of their biggest contractors. Mm. So it's like I, I just, you know, when they start going up there, these people, they all lie to us. You know, I yeah. think maybe it could be something like uh, what's that movie with Johnny Depp? where it's like pretty much everyone that ever goes into outer space gets uh, infected with this uh, thing. And so when they come back, they're just not themselves anymore. Everyone, every single person that goes up there. What so, what movie was that, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, the, uh, the, uh, I know the movie. I can't think of the name. It's either The Astronaut or My Husband the Astronaut. The or, Astronaut. That's yeah, it. there yeah. you go. But it's Johnny Depp okay. and Charlie's Theron. I love movies, you know that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, I, especially if I can learn from them and that, I, I'm always looking for little hidden things in yeah. the movies that they put in. So I love doing yeah. that. And the, the problem I have, though, Jonathan, and, and that I have is, like, if they say that the world is different than they say, and I've always been under the belief, I've been saying it since I can remember, is that I think the world is bigger than they tell us. I, I don't know why I think that. I have no reason to, to know why I think that. I just have that feeling and i've been saying it for so long that it's just a feeling i have that they're lying about the size and you can argue shape or whatever i'm just saying i this it's bigger than we think so sure. i'm that's where i kind of am but the problem is i have too with like the the lie would have to be so big there's so many people that are astronomers and scientists and looking through telescopes and you know blah 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 like there's so many people that the lie would be have to be so huge then nobody's nobody's broken silence. No, and you know some people may say, "Well, yeah, they have." There is people that come out and whistle blow and that, but I mean, there's it, it. It's such a massive lie that they would have to cover up. Like, think of that, John. Like all the people that have to be in on this if the world was flat, keeping this from the people. That's just where my mind takes me. I I don't think there would be that many people that would have to be in on it. I mean. Again, if we're uh, again, so look at it like we're in a we're in an ice circle, and so when we're going around the outside wall, we're we think we're going around the edge of the continent, but but we're we're contained, we're in there. So when these people go and they do their distances, and the distances would obviously lay out to roughly what's on the globe, so that when they measure and go, and it's like, yeah, that's it. This is this this is it. They so they're not lying. There would be some people that do know, like the people that go up high enough to look down on it yeah, and go, right. oh wow. So, yeah, so only a few people get to go up, and then the ones that do actually get to go up, it's like, well, we will murder you, and they believe them because you see Buzz Aldrin punch people in the face over being a question about the moon. And, right, and right. Yeah, I mean, they're getting in his face a little bit, so I can see that too, but still, um, what's the deal? What's, wow, you know? So, again, well, something's I'll, going I'll on. Say this, I'll say this, John, is that, um, you know, there there is something that also going on with, uh, Antarctica and yeah, the agreed, South Pole and the North Pole. So, like, there's definitely something going on there, and like that could act. You could actually say that that's ev that's supporting evidence for you know flat Earth, and you know maybe it is. Well, um, we're different Earth, you know. I, I you know just um, to the point where our consciousness is involved with it. You know, right. like how well, we... our consciousness is definitely involved with the earth and the earth is definitely alive. Mm -hmm. Right. For sure. Yeah. And so and so maybe it's not even uh, maybe it's not even a specific way because we can't actually observe it from that point. So it's almost like as they go up, it gets weird and they can't answer it. So they come back and lie to us mm -hmm. because they don't know. Now yeah. that would that would be cool. See, that's when I'd be like, all right, cool. Now we're on the same page. Now, and there, none yeah, of us really know always... how it is. 
there's always unknowns and they're always going to lie to us about what they do and what they don't know. Exactly. So, you yep. know, especially yeah. if it's something that they think that we can find out and they're going to cover it up. You so, bet. Yeah. You bet. You know, because here's the thing. Let's say because I saw your video where it shows Toronto. Right. And he's on the other side of Toronto. And it's like you can't see the 300 feet um, because you'd be looking from 30 miles on the other side of Toronto. And then they're saying that that 30 miles and they do the earth. Uh, curvature calculator and it shows that roughly 300 feet would be not visible they then show the, the the view and they show the buildings and the buildings that are roughly 900 feet tall they show that there's you know a roughly 300 feet missing so to that i'm not sure exactly in that specific spot why that anomaly is that way he did mention that if the temperature is different the view does look different um uh, but i've got Several videos that I've I've personally downloaded because I was just like, oh, you know, it's a dude sitting with a really high power camera lens at at a spot between England and Scotland, maybe or England and something, and it's a big it's a big spance too. It's another twenty or so mile spance where the calculator says it's supposed to be well below the curve, and he can zoom right up onto it and see the little waves lapping up against the edge of it, and then he says, and even beyond that, you can see the boat back there that's even further. And I can see right up to where it's sitting in the water as well. Yeah. So, so, so that one, and then also, if you've got, if you draw yourself a little curve, right? Draw yourself a curve on, like, so that you know, and then make sure that that you go straight up from the from the left side of the curve. So where where that part would be, and go straight up, and then turn it so that it's in the center, and go straight up, and then turn it a little to the left so that you're going again straight up, and then realize that that's the view of the buildings that's how the building tops would look if you were in that middle building and you looked over to the building on the left it would be angled away from you based on going straight up from a curved distance in between it now that flat would be pointing up in a little bit different direction and we don't see buildings like that from building to building across that you know what i mean we don't see them angled even from the ground you don't look over and see oh those buildings are angled slightly which if it's enough to disappear 300 feet of the building, then it should See, be that's enough. That's why to... I say. That's why I'm saying I think it's bigger because you. Get, I don't think people realize when you're thinking of the globe how massive the Earth is. Well, that, that's the thing. Is well, that's exactly what I was about to say. Is that it's massive. It, like we live on a huge planet. So any from from any point where you have one degree of curvature, that's a huge amount of of, of coverage covering mm-hmm. what you know displaying covering what you're trying to look at so like anywhere on earth and then you're not necessarily going to be able to notice a small one degree angular change in in the situation of the buildings because it's it might only be one to two degrees and you know unless you actually have the equipment to measure that i don't think it's going to be noticeable to the naked eye is that does that make sense like uh, it makes sense i get what you're saying i get what you're saying yeah i mean i kind of think it would but i see what you're saying too i mean that would just be something we'd have to I don't know. We'd have to get the equipment and measure and see if maybe we were looking at it like that. That would be a cool thing. It's like they are angled. Look at it. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, and maybe it is so slight that you couldn't tell with your eye. But I feel that it would be because if it's enough, like you said, to to look from a straight over here and look straight across and it blocks that much out, that curvature mm-hmm. means that much. So in other words, they can even tell you that is supposed to be what, 15 or 20 or 30. You can tell how many feet below the curve it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um so to me, that just says that's pretty big. And, you know, there's a couple of videos out there where they zoom in on buoys out there in the middle. That's of what the I was going to ask our guest. I was going to say, like, what do you think? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because there is a lot of experiments that our people are doing where they, you know, for the longest time before we had cameras that could do what they do now and they're getting better every day. 
that you could really zoom in. That was kind of like that. That was their holy grail for the longest time. Was well, you see boats and everything go over the horizon. They're going over the curve. They disappear. But now we have these cameras that are zooming in and seeing incredible distances. So does does that make you sit back and think like maybe the Earth is bigger? Like I'm just curious about your thoughts because it it's a good question. Yeah, it, it is interesting, um, and it is like anomalous. Obviously, um, if if those videos are legitimate, legit, right? If you know, there's no way to really argue that other than to just kind of do it yourself. So I, you know, that's kind of why I try to stick to the common sense approach because other than common sense, all there is really is just experimentation. Because uh, you know, outside of experimentation and common sense, you're you're kind of just taking somebody's word for it. Yeah, um, that's true. Yep, you have to true. just kind of be willing to do these things for yourself and see for yourself. Yep. But um, but it, you brought up, you know, like larger Earth, let's call it, uh, yeah. Rick. And like, that's a really interesting thing that you brought up, because when it comes to like the Earth having more surface area or um, uh, what else? What, what else was mentioned? A tor- toroid Earth. Mm-hmm. Um there is something to that, and um, we can kind of get into that if you guys want. Sure. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like, what do you what do you think about uh, toroid Earth? First of all, Jonathan. I mean, um, I, I look at it as kind of like uh, I think everything that exists has a toroidal field around it. So right. regardless, um, I, I you know just and I can't necessarily prove it, but a lot of scientists that work with magnetism. Uh, which is kind of the underlying fundamental of of our universe, I believe. You know, Tesla proved that, and other things that that everything has a toroidal field around it, uh, mm-hmm. in, including our planet and, and etc. So um, it would make sense that that it would uh, manifest itself in a round kind of a way. Um, right. But I, I look at it as maybe, a, like I said, a giant Earth with a <clears throat> lot of little, like a lot of little craters that have a toroidal energy field, but a but a more of a cup, right, or a crater or a flat area that they're sitting in that even then isn't necessarily flat. It's and it's not necessarily, again, uh, possibly even able to be viewed by by but maybe a couple people that get up that high. And, and I think it's for people that are at a higher level of consciousness, you know, mm-hmm. to understand those things, to be able to travel around like that, to be able to, I don't know, um, I just really can't believe it's like they tell us, and I. But I again, and I know some of the stuff again that you're, you know, coming from with the flat Earth stuff. They believe such ridiculous things. It's just, oh my God, dude! If like your answers to what the stars are, then is LED lights. <laughs> and I remember yeah, I reading that, that the first time. I was like, oh my God, what? <laughs> how do they? How do they seriously justify that? Say that with a straight face, like. Right, and no. and it's kind of like the hallmark of a psyop to me when i see when i see something come out and i'll get back to like toroid earth but i just want to kind of say this. yeah cool go ahead when i see something come out like you know some new idea like i don't know pizzagate like everybody was everybody and their mom was pretty much fooled by pizzagate we didn't see it as a side we didn't get that it was a psyop at first we're just like yeah there's a kernel of truth to that yeah epstein's a creep so and so is a creep yeah, they're posting weird stuff on social media, but why? Because it's a psyop. And and then and then why do you have all these uh, variations of the same story come out? And then you know, like flat Earth is another example to me because you have all these offshoots. There's there's literally cube Earth. 
you yeah. know? Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So to me, like, that's the hallmark of just total BS. And whether or not there's any truth to it is a whole other story. But to me, you know, that's kind of how I see it, is that's a red flag. When you have when you have some new thing, and I, I know Flat Earth's not totally new, right? right? But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, kind of. So right. when you... Like when you have something being pushed and, and there's these crazy variations of it all over the place that have, you know, it's like, wait, so you're telling me that so-and-so came up with this idea that he thought made sense, right? And then it just happens it, coincidentally that another person came up with, you know, hey, well, actually, I see evidence for this. Really? Really, though? I, I don't know. I just think that's kind of funny. But, um, you know. Again, not that that proves or disproves anything, um, but that's kind of where I'm coming in from with the whole PSYOP thing. And when it comes to toroid Earth, like you said, Jonathan, everything in the universe is essentially electromagnetic. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, we don't live in a physical universe like we think we do. We're just in a physical realm of the universe. And mm -hmm. so when it comes to like Earth, obviously Earth, we've all seen the magnetosphere and we understand that it's a toroid and we understand that, you know, mag uh, magnetic fields form this way. So when I when I look at things like hollow earth and this is kind of why, I, um, you know, I see I see a lot of evidence for hollow earth, not that I necessarily subscribe mm -hmm. to it. But, um, you know, as far as hollow earth goes, it would explain how the earth could possibly have literally almost twice the landmass mm -hmm. and it, you know you wouldn't be changing anything ostensibly about the earth in other words anyone could look at the surface and observe things from you know a uh, ground level or from an aerial level and they can see that okay you know there's the same features that we're used to and you know maybe there's some anomalies but basically it's the same size and the same shape and whatever right until you get to where the openings supposedly are which again antarctica and the north pole mm -hmm. or the arctic circle and places where you're apparently not allowed to fly directly over possibly right. you know because of magnetic anomalies i don't know i don't know about all that the reason right but as far as the physics involved what the theory how the theory goes is when you have a star eject plasma right there's a there's a mass coronal ejection let's call it like a, a big one and so it ejects its own matter i supposedly maybe in its early stages of development i don't know um so basically it ejects matter and this matter is spinning and it's you know charged particles it's plasma so what happens is because of the centrifugal uh, force, you have, uh, you know, what you could call a neutron star or a core at the center of the Earth, which separates from the outer material, which forms the crust and the mantle. And then you have openings at the top and bottom. And there's your uh, there's your toroid shape. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's kind of like the aha thing about the whole hollow Earth you know, it's why it's so interesting to me is because it actually seems to fall in line with what we understand about magnetism and physics. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And what's interesting that I have always found about Earth, too, is when you start looking into it, they've only ever drilled eight miles down. So when you see these beautiful renditions in books and on the Internet when they cut the world in half and it shows you all the different layers, <laughs> yeah. people have to realize there's a lot of guessing going involved. They're, they're making educated guess, but there is guessing because they've only been eight miles. So that so. And that's just a fact. I mean, I, and I was shocked when I first heard that. I was like, really? Like, they, they really don't know what's at the center. I mean, they make great no, guesses. 
but they don't know. So Hollow Earth, I, I've definitely looked into, and I mean, hey, it's is it any crazier than anything else we're talking about? Not to me. Yeah, well, I mean, it does answer what Admiral Byrd was saying about exactly. flying over the North Pole and then basically being tractor beamed in and meeting, uh, you know, he talked about being tractor beamed in and meeting a race of blonde haired, blue eyed people that were a more advanced race. They were humans. They were human looking, but they were definitely more advanced. They had technology where they could take over his airplane and land it. And, and Operation um, High Jump was crazy when you look into then, that. Yep, <laughs> High Jump was a whole nother thing that was um, down at the South Pole. Yep. And so, and and it, to me, it would be almost kind of like um, if that's the case, right? You've got these giant openings that that you they wouldn't seem like openings as you were there. It would be like you were just walking or cruising, right, or flying. However, there's so much. The gravity is going to curve toward right. the mantle of the yeah. earth. Yeah, yeah. And, and well, everything. If you were to look out up into the opening, you would only the atmosphere would be uh, shrouded. The rest of the you know. It would have to be an extremely clear atmosphere for you to see the whole rest of the the opening while yeah, you're in well, there. I, what I'm thinking is that it wouldn't seem like you're even going through an opening. It would exactly. just seem like everything just kind of changed. You know, yeah. like you went into the twilight zone all of a sudden. It's like, what the hell happened? You know, it'd just be weird. <laughs> that's how I feel like it would. It, I feel like that's the experience. You wouldn't be like, oh, here's a big hole we're going down in. It would just be like you'd keep going and you'd keep going. And then all of a sudden it would just be like something's different now. <laughs> yeah. You There's know. a different uh, hue, a different uh, source of light. <laughs> yep. And yeah. maybe I feel like we're not supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't well, know. yeah, there's a, a lot of great theories out there that people talk about with flat Earth and and hollow Earth, and I love looking into them. I really, because I, I figure, you know, you have to be willing to at least look into things. I nothing drives me crazier than when people are just like granite and they're just set in their ways and don't look at anything and. Mm -hmm something new and i mean it, you can make your i'm not saying you have to believe anything i talk about or say or any of us but at least be willing to look at it because you never know what you might find and i think that's how things get solved too is by having discussions like this there mm -hmm. you know yeah it's coming great, down you know, and, and disagreeing a little yeah <laughs> yeah we don't have to agree but we can have a civilized conversation and kind of and, and realize that we're a little bit closer to what we're what's going on and how we think than we realize um and I think it's a great thing that you're saying too. Is like, uh, and I think about it too. Like, and we were, uh, I've heard people say, like, what does the shape of the Earth really matter? Like, we're we're being poor stewards of this Earth, and that's what matters. And I agree that I, that should be where our mind is set. But I also think that the lie, if they are lying, and the Earth, the earth is bigger, whatever it is, that's pretty significant because then it will make people realize that like, if they're lying about that, what else are they pulling over our eyes? Yeah, it's it's worth right. pointing out. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But very interesting. Yeah, just yeah, Hollow Earth was one I I looked into for a while. So, it, it, yeah, yeah. Um, the Agartha, um, which is the land for a more highly advanced beings, um, is said to be in the, inside the Earth, and that there is a sun, another sun, actually inside the Earth. Which again, that's kind of what the crater Earth theory says. And they, Dark says, sun, they, they yeah. say it's the black sun. That's yeah. a, that's actually an electromagnetic phenomenon. It's not a it's not a it's not a made up thing. It's not a, a fantastical idea. It's a real physical object that is actually at the center of our Earth, um, and that it's it's the sun for the inner Earth, uh, which is Agartha, which is where all the more diff uh, highly advanced beings that I guess somehow aren't allowed to coexist with our if you, dumbasses, if you will, like we're so <laughs> non-evolved, and it's it's kind of like our our task here is to get out of this 
soup, right? And and actually be able to be more conscious. And so we don't get to exist on the same plane as them, but we are inhabiting the same earth. Uh, that's kind of what that the, the the part of Hollow Earth that I read and understood. That's kind of what it said, and that makes right. sense to me. You know, that that gives a lot of answers to a lot of things. Because you wouldn't, again, see it going down into a hole. You'd just feel like you were g- going across this giant continent. And, well, now there's these new guys here. And, whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, when you talk about hollow earth, like, one thing that comes to mind is, like, Michael Tessarian's work. And he kind of talks, right. he kind of hints at how, you know, we have uh, different races of beings on the earth. And there's the Adamic race and, and e- Edenic and, you know, the reptiles or whatever the heck right but um and like it's interesting because he points out how the bible talks about and other religious texts talk about uh you know certain groups receding into the earth under the earth you know yep. and yep. so it's like well where 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 are they going where are they talking about yep. and um you know what like one possible response could be uh you know, the honeycombed surface of the earth, because we literally live, the surface of the earth has been honeycombed over how many thousands of years. Mm -hmm. And there are, you know, cities, uh, networks, deep underground military bases. So there's that to consider as well. And, you know, could that be like a a ploy or like an entrance to the inside of the earth? You know, quite possibly. Well, it's true what you're saying. Like, look at all the cities they're finding, like huge cities underground, that have been there for thousands of years and that they can house hundreds of thousands of people and Mm -hmm. livestock. And like, I've seen documentaries on that where they'll discover like a whole underground city in, Mm -hmm. in the mountains. And it's like, why did I like the question I always ask myself is why did they build it there? Like, why are they under the ground? What's going like my mind starts racing, but to figure out that they had a room and they built areas so large underground for that many people and even included livestock and, and like, it, it just leads to more questions. So yeah. you're right. Is or, it is it is it leading to the hollow earth? I don't know. It just it just makes my mind ask questions. Or or what are they hiding from? Right. Yeah. Why? That's another one. Like, why were they doing this? They're, they just I, there had to be a reason. Yeah. Well, and to yeah. me, it all comes back down to I, I really do. I, I I fully subscribe to the idea of beings that are not human that look human are among us. And and yeah, lizards and bugs. Uh, it's just what what they would be. Um, and and um, it, it makes sense to me because why would humans do this to other humans when you really understand the scope of like what's being done to us out there? Like the you know, it's like this is just absolute exterminationism. Like who 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 would do that? You know, like well, beings that aren't us. You know, so um, it, it makes sense to me to for for that. And I know for some people that's craziness and hard to, to hard to get their mind around, but. Um, I, you know, you see a lot of things in like the Simpsons and TV and movies again, where they basically tell you that's what's going on, you know, and a wink, wink, nod, nod, like, yeah, it's lizard people that, you know, I mean, just even from the TV series V back in the day, um, you I might remember that show. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Me too. you know, and just all of the things where it's like, oh, it's lizard people that eat mice or that eat people. And it's just like. I don't know. It's uh, it, 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 and then again, biblical text and other texts talk about uh, Christ. Even said, you know, go out and be as wise as serpents. I mean, what 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 does that mean? What, how wise is a snake or a salamander? Right? Like, you think that's right. what he was talking about? Like, I I just don't think so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah.
I'm very, yeah, I'm open to that too. Like for sure. Like there, is there other things happening that we, you know, to the whole UFO thing and all, you know, alien thing are definitely something going on for sure, which is, and we could do another show on that. I'm sure. Like, right. Or it just well, leads. Yeah. You know. Well, the free energy thing, you know, that, that's kind yeah. of where the alien thing to me goes is like, once we get that little nugget of freedom, then it changes the, 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 the game entirely because we won't yeah. be chasing the dollar. And once we can stop chasing the dollar, then we can actually get some things accomplished on this planet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's to me the big one is getting rid of the money when we can just and like be. You brought up like where does this all come from and like where does this slavery originate as far as like, you know, what group of people or who is responsible. That's kind of one of the things that I'd like to talk about in the future is where, you know, what are the origins of psychopathy and how does that actually come to manifest in a race and you know is it is it meat eating is it uh is it incest is it uh something you know that we didn't expect like is it a disease some kind of you know virus or what i don't know you know yeah. great like, topic uh, great topic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. michael yeah. tesserion suggested that it was kind of put into the genetic mix almost like almost on purpose because it would be, you know, for their benefit, the ones that created the the slave race, um, to have that um, ability, that that lack of empathy in some of them, right. so that they would. But carry then the out question would be, plan. how where did their psychopathy come from? Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring <laughs> yeah. it back. Yeah. Let, let's go further than us. Let's bring it back to where where did it come from from them? Like, how did they get it? <laughs> yep. So we could we could dive back further and further. That's true. Yeah, wow. and and again to that this video that I keep mentioning, uh, I'll we'll put in the chat so that everybody listening can can see what I'm talking about. But it's a YouTube video from a channel called Mind Unveiled, and it says the occult debunks the globe, and so it's basically just talking about different aspects of uh, ancient teachings and stuff like that 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 that, that go from a lot of different directions, and he covers a lot of different topics. But um, uh, that that's just a good. Uh, a good aspect. I think I had a little bit of a brain fart on why I was bringing that up, um, but but great channel, um, by the way, great channel. I, I love his work. Yeah, he, they, he's really good. Uh, he doesn't say here's how it is, and I know that. And he's like, here's some good questions, and yeah, here's just some ask questions. That, yeah, yep, and, and and point out things that we can observe. I'm like, well, here's some things we see, and here's some things that we see these people doing, and here's some things that we, you know, etc. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, yeah, incredible stuff. So, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, man, I, I, hey, I, I appreciate you coming on, dude, and and you know, and doing this is a, a good introduction uh, to to you and 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 Rick to to meet us and be on our radio show. So I appreciate you doing that. Yeah, like let anyone yeah. know if where they can find any of your work. And now we got about a minute left. This hour flew too quick, so mm-hmm. I wish we had more time to chat with you. I know. So, um, but we'll definitely get you back on to continue this. I promise. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, could... yeah, that definitely flew by. And and thanks for having me on, uh, Rick and Jonathan. And, um, yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah. But, where um, can people find your stuff? Yeah. So I'm uh, active research, AKA Sterling Latimer. You can find me on uh, YouTube. It's active research. There's another uh, YouTube channel. It's active research Two, uh, the number two, one word. Um, also on Odyssey, uh, you can search active research there and then you can find the link to my archive in the about section or in the description box of my videos. Perfect. Yeah, make sure you guys check it all out, man. There's some great stuff that he's putting out there. So, And so please check out everything. And uh, thank you guys for being with us. This is our last show as the decompression hour. It will be now the Crypt and Jonathan show. Two hours every Saturday, guys. Take care. Have a great day. 
Have a great weekend, and take Aloha. care, everyone. Thanks to our guests. All right, thanks, guys.